this is Bimi Shavery and I'm here with your intuitive energy corner. I would like to wish each and every one of you a very, very, very happy Mother's Day. Um, regard, regardless to when it is you are listening to this, I, it's obvious that you would be listening to this either the day of Mother's Day or after Mother's Day. So either way, I want to wish you a happy Mother's Day and I hope that you are receiving and enjoying and embracing the beauty of what it means to be a soul that is so necessary, that is so intricate to the growth of our world on so many different levels. Without that, this world would be far worse than it is. Um, So I want to thank you for everything, whether you have physically had children or whether you're just someone who is the safe place for many, 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 many souls, regardless to the physicality of it, your spirit, your soul, your capabilities as a nurturer, as a person who can foresee and assist in the growth of anything that you connect to is definitely a mothering uh, spirit. So we want to uh, give you a bunch of love and hugs and kisses and tell you how grateful we are that you exist. Okay. This week is absolutely an interesting week. Um, going into this week, we have today, which is May 10th, the first day that Saturn officially goes retrograde. Now, within the last uh, week, we've already had the uh, retrograde for Pluto, which went retrograde in April, okay? And so for May, this is the first retrograde of May. And we have the nodes that have switched, which is a whole nother ex- whole nother thing that we, we I won't talk about today, but it is a major thing um, that is going to be a substantial a substantial um part of the transits that we will be experiencing so basically the nodes the north node switched from cancer south node switched from capricorn into north node and gemini south node in sagittarius what that means is that you change the energy in which we are moving forward in the things that we are having to deal with on a very interpersonal level that affect us all, of course, as globally. Now, what I do wanna do going forward is, well, not going forward, but just I'm trying to decide how to do that, but I want to create a series that gives explanations about the different nodes and astrological aspects that help you so that when you listen to these audio podcasts, you can also refer to those particular episodes to gain a different perspective or a more introspective understanding of what um, this actually means. Now, I do go into great detail on these episodes normal, so that's not anything that will change, but I'm trying to figure out a way that assists with helping individuals learn um, the astrology, the astrological aspects 
with so much changing and so many different things, I think that these episodes themselves are very informative. So if it is more that you would like to know about whatever it is that I'm speaking about astrologically, please do email me and let me know um, something that you would want me to um, expand on and I will create an episode for that. Um, so that you guys can have that um, in your arsenal as well. Now, switching from that, we've already had, just in a recap of what we've already experienced in May thus far, in addition to everything that has already been taking place, and in addition to all of the transits we've already been in, we are, are officially in Taurus season, which we've been in Taurus season. We're getting ready to switch into, in, a, in about a two weeks span we'll be switching into Gemini season which picks up to an airy type of energy but again right now currently we are we had the full moon in Scorpio which was pretty intense um we are still under that energy it was just three days ago so three days before three days after we typically have full moon energy now the dif- the difference is this is also a this was the super moon. So that intensifies the energy and it is the last full super moon that we're going to have that is going to be welcoming into the eclipse seasons that will begin next month. So June is going to be a very intense um, month as well. But again, intense does not mean bad. Intense just means deeply penetrating. So when you hear intense don't get frightened don't get nervous just allow yourself the understanding to know that intense is not a negative thing even if it may feel a little bit uncomfortable intense is what is necessary to deeply penetrate into our core so with the full moon that we just had on the 7th in Scorpio this definitely ignited heart-to-heart communication compassion intimacy and it it could have caused distance um it could have caused you to feel like you are in a relationship by yourself or you are missing a component to a relationship one that you are you're desiring and you don't have and so you are in this space where um, the, the most intimate parts of your connections are being put into the rear view and it isn't going to just come in together immediately, but it is bringing an awareness to the different parts of your relationship just in, just in, um, time for the Venus retrograde, which will be occurring this week as well. So today's the 10th. Okay. Um, so between the 10th, 11th, officially the 11th, not the 10th, we have Saturn going into retrograde. Now we, we know what Saturn is about. Saturn is all about disciplinary. It is all about authority. It is all about structure. It is all about the fundamental rules and, and, um, the way that you conduct things on a foundation level that affect the structure. So with retrograde being forward right now it's going it's active in Aquarius it is about to be in retrograde now right now it is going retrograde in Aquarius and then it is going to go back and forth into Capricorn and then back into Aquarius again around the March 21st mark it's going to give you a taste of what Saturn in Aquarius is going to feel like and how we are going to be experiencing things that are changing 
until 2023 because that is how long Saturn is going to be in Aquarius. So this retrograde is giving us an opportunity to review. Retrogrades are all about the reviewing of what we've already done, the reviewing of what has already unraveled. This is our chance to sit with the decisions we've made, review the decisions we've made, look over where we could have done things differently or how we should remain in the order that we have been proceeding in thus far. So this is a very important time on a fundamental level. How have you been uh, disciplined? How have you not been disciplined? How have areas where you have been more rebel um, played off good for you and not so much? So it's all about in every area of your life, Saturn is highlighting in Aquarius, because Aquarius is very free spirited, um, all about social, all about humanity. It's about the whole, it's not selfish sign. So therefore, even though it is a very aloof, emotionally detached appearing sign, it does feel, that energy does feel emotion. It's a water barrier. So it takes the emotion and pours it into other aspects, which transmutes into more intellectuality. So we're in this space where you're going to be focusing. And if we're looking on a global level, then you're looking at Aquarius and it makes perfect sense because social distancing, working from home, working and learning from a distance, um, being isolated, that is all the energy of an Aquarius anyway, because they love to be detached. They flow better when they are detached and not engulfed in anything that causes them to be restricted. So they definitely have a natural aura to fight against the norm or fight against collaborative things that force them into a monolithic type of being or way. So this is definitely going to highlight the decisions that we have had to make, the choices that we have failed to make, and the ability to continue to navigate and where we're needing to switch and restructure so that going forward it works out better for our good and so when Saturn is entering into Aquarius which it will be um until Saturn is going to go retrograde as I stated until um I believe it's June July I'm not I'll go back and give you guys that update once we start focusing on when they come out of retrograde but right now they are going into retrograde and it is in very close vicinity with Aquarius so it is in Aquarius in a very close range is going to impact us does that mean that I'm saying that oh Per astrology, we're going to be social distancing forever until 2023. I'm not saying that we're going to be wearing masks and things, but I am saying the way that we view society and the way that we engage in society will absolutely be changed. And not just until 2023, it is going to change for a more significant amount of time because it is necessary for the totality of where this world is shifting to. Now, because society is being forced to transform from the bottom up inside out, we are absolutely witnessing the beginning phases of things changing in a massive way. So even though people are like, oh, let's go back to normal, let's understand and and be realistic about this, but let's also be real with ourselves and just accept the fact that that is not possible. That's not going to happen. Nothing is going to be the same, which is not a bad thing, but it is going to take massive adjustments because people are accustomed 
to routine. We are starting to see things unfair. We are starting to see even more so the ignorance of humanity and the rebelism that is stemmed from selfishness. We are starting to see how people really don't care about anything other than what benefits them in so many different ways in areas of our life all the way from political things, aspects to our personal lives. And so we are being forced with this Saturn retrograde to sit in the choices that we have made, whether it be in relationships, whether it be in our career, whether it be with our finances, whether it be with the people that we choose to engage in, our health, how have we not been disciplined? How have we not focused on what's so important? And what areas are we needing to improve so that we can move forward in a way that is more lucrative for our overall being individually as one on one, as well as totality of us all together as humanity? Um, with that being said, I've said, you know, recently a lot of times that. I just refuse to become a martyr for humanity. And I think that's where we are. That's a part of that uh, retrograde energy as well, because when it comes to global thinking and it comes to, you know, you have to put in perspective what matters most, what's more valuable to you. And what are you doing to make sure that what is more valuable to you is a part of your life in a way that helps to make it better, not depreciate the value of it. And so when I think about all of the lives that are being put at risk and all of the people who are dying and the loss that people are feeling, it's like everyone wants to say, especially when someone famous passes away or someone who is uh, close to them and they care about passes away, it's like, oh, this one hits different. This time hits different. Oh, this feels different. No. Pain, death, sadness is all this. It feels the same. No matter who you are, you're going to feel that grief. And you have to ask yourself, is what I'm doing worth the pain that the loved ones that I feel, that the loved ones that I'm close to are going to feel when it affects our lives? So is it going to benefit not just myself, but those that are connected to me in the long run. How are they going to benefit? How is it going to help them? Is it going to hinder them? Your lack of discipline, your lack of care, your lack of compassion, your lack of consistency. How is that going to hold back those that are connected to you from going forward, even after you're no longer physically here? So you have to think about that and you have to put yourself in a perspective that is really last, but also more importantly first, because you're thinking about the choices that you're making and you're realizing how connected the choices you're making are to those that are connected to you. So that is what the Saturn retrograde is bringing up. It is bringing up that type of, you know, uh, energy. And it, it is a slowing this, it's slowing down. It's no longer moving forward fast pace. It is sitting in the decisions that have already been made. So with that, we also on the 11th have Mercury. Mercury is the planet about communication and Mercury is going to be entering into Gemini. Now we know Gemini is all about communication. It is all, it is an air sign, but it's a duality of so many different parts of yourself. And so it is about how you grasp new concepts, how you are connecting the way that you communicate with those of which that are listening to you communicate. How are these things coming 
together in a way that is helping you to get your message off better and clearer and in a way that is more penetrating on a soul level opposed to just something that you're saying to get a rise out of people for the moment okay and so um we got Mars okay so on Mars uh Pisces Mars enters Pisces I really don't really talk about the smaller plant well the planets that are not but Mars is a uh, taking a shift until June 28th into Pisces and Mars and Pisces don't have many things in common. Mars is all about action. Mars is about fire and Pisces is about feeling. It is about intuition. It is about spirituality. And so when you have Mars that is going for what he wants and Pisces waiting for the right moment in the right time to feel something, So in the next two weeks, I mean, the next six weeks, you're only going to act if you feel like it. And that's good and bad because acting when you don't feel like it, even though that action is necessary, could be where you are holding yourself up in any area of your life because you do not feel. And this is where the communication comes in handy with Mercury being in Gemini because Gemini is all about finding the duality, but it's also about effective communication. It's also about, you know, relationships and and compatibility, but it's also about the duality of that. So it's not about a one way black or white. It is definitely about finding the duality of it all. And so the beauty of that is, is that Mercury is going to help you to understand that, yes, it is important for you to act, but it is also important for me to act with something that is substantial, not just acting just because, but also you don't want to wait for a particular right moment spiritually or mentally and emotionally only because you may find that the right moment never presents himself. So if you are not in a space where you are spiritually connected and attuned in a way that keeps you balanced, then this could be a very difficult time when it's time to take action, okay? Another reason why Mars in Pisces may be one of the good transits, even though it doesn't really have a commonality, is because Mars is going to enter into Aries. It's going to go retrograde and then it's going to stay in Aries until January 2021. And so that's a little further down the line, but it's just a warning. It's not going to be pretty. Mars loves being in Aries. Aries is all about fire. Mars is is all about action and it's it's rapid action. And Aries is a fiery energy. It's very uh, cardinal. It's take control, take take a lead. So even though it loves to be in Aries, it doesn't like very much to be in Pisces. And so even though it doesn't feel completely comfortable, kind of feels like a balance, a battle, it is very much so necessary before it goes retrograde in that fiery um, sign that it loves so much. Also on the 13th, we have Venus. Venus is going retrograde. What does that mean? Well, we already know retrograde is about review. It is all about sitting in the decisions already made, sitting in what is already passed, understanding it, trying to review it and move forward or discard it, right? Now on the 13th, Venus, the sign about love and intimacy and connection and aesthetics and heightening of senses, this particular planet is going to be retrograding in Gemini. Now, Venus retrogrades repeat every eight eight years. So the last time Venus was in retrograde in Gemini was May, June of 2012. So think about your life, Venus related in 2012. What were your relationships with about? What were 
areas of your life that were that were um, on the forefront when it comes to the aesthetics, how you view yourself, how you looked at yourself, how you saw yourself. Was it health and fitness? How did you go into changing the way that you worked around certain parts of your life in love? These are areas that you can expect similar themes to resurface around. So be very mindful of that. The very next day, we also have on the 14th of May, Jupiter, which is going to go retrograde. That is all coming within the next seven days, guys. Okay. So on the 14th, after we've had Venus go retrograde and Saturn go retrograde, we're also going to have Jupiter, which is the planet about expansion. It expands whatever it is connected to. So it is going to be retrograding in Capricorn until June 30th. Well, it's going to be retrograde until September 13th and then meet with Pluto again on June 30th. So Jupiter and Pluto and Jupiter, Saturn and Capricorn and all this, they have a lot of energy that's been happening since the beginning of 2020. And so you are, you can listen to any of my previous episodes where I speak about Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto conjunctions and Capricorn. Very, very powerful times. Very, 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 very powerful times. And so with Jupiter going retrograde in Capricorn, it has already been going forward in Capricorn. So going retrograde is again, just about review in which your life you have expanded or have failed to expand. What areas of your life, good or bad, have been in the midst of your finances, have been in the midst of how you view um, your fundamentals, Capricorn loves Saturn because again, it's all about structure. It's all about authority. And that is what Capricorn thrives in. It is the polar opposite of cancer, even though they're the mother and father of the Zodiac. So you have to be very mindful of this. These are very intense energies. It's not to be taken lightly. It's to be very mindful that your life is shifting. Your life is changing. Things are changing, in a, but you have to adapt in a way that gives you the freedom to review it, gives you the freedom to tap in in a way that doesn't hold you back going forward. This is all supposed to help you to become more sufficient and efficient in your lives going forward despite the circumstances that we are in the midst of right now and then on the 20th we have gemini season beginning and with venus mercury and north node in gemini may is definitely the gemini month which is amazing because being in gemini and all collective type of energy is helping you to communicate better. It's giving you this freely detached, not necessarily emotionally thinking, but combining the emotions and the logics together to create this practical reality, despite everything that is going on around our lives. And then on the 22nd, we're going to have a beautiful new moon in Gemini as well. So this will be a very positive and constructive new moon. And it'll finally begin to put things together as to why things are happening and what we have learned thus far. Okay. And then at the end of the month, we're going to have Mercury entering into Cancer. And um, I'll talk about that a little bit later, but it is definitely going to give you a very good um, idea of the things that you've accomplished thus far that have been more on an interspecial interpersonal but very spiritual level and it has really re repositioned your life in a way that you did not think was possible um previously and you have to understand that everything that is happening 
Everything that's going to be occurring within this week, despite everything that has been going on around us, it is pushing you to a new place. It's pushing you out of your comfort zone. It's forcing you to see what's ahead, but also being very mindful of what's present. It's forcing you to stand up for yourself. It's forcing you to communicate in ways that you wouldn't at first. It's forcing you to put your foot down in areas where you've been more passive. It is also forcing you to take a, an aggressive form in times because you have been used to other people willing your life and now it's time for you to do it for yourself it's also about creating a safe place a safe place for yourself creating a safe place for those you're connected to creating a safe place for you to be mentally emotionally and spiritually and it's forcing you out of your own way even though emotions are going crazy, even though people are all over the place, even though the structure of humanity right now is very chaotic, it is forcing you to be vulnerable and forcing you to be um, assertive in ways that you probably would have shied away from previously. And this is creating a winning environment for you. This is creating a very uh, productive environment for you. It's not just about being busy, it is about being productive in the midst of the busyness if you're just moving 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 going 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 and you have not done anything and that is what people are realizing right now they've been busy for, for a very long time but your business has produced nothing lucrative regardless to where you are financially you have not cultivated the most important parts of your life which are the foundation and every leaf that you have collected just has no roots it has nowhere to grow and so therefore it won't survive and so now you're having to focus on that and that is bringing you know a little bit of insecurity it may force you into a space where you're not comfortable it may force you to be a little bit combative and defensive but that is all a part of the transition and the transformation that is taking place and it's perfectly okay just allow yourself to be honest with yourself allow yourself to feel it allow yourself to navigate through those feelings and allow yourself to be clear on where you are and where it is that you are going and understand that you're not in this alone even though you feel like you may be okay so going into this week i want you guys to remember and to be very mindful that yes everything is changing everything is shifting nothing is going to be the same but it is about to be better once you realize the work that has been done has been necessary and you start to shift your perspective on the most important parts within your reach. Everything else is not, not in your control and you cannot allow that to um, take you off the course in which God has you on individually and as a unit to everyone that is connected to you, okay? They're all ingredients to the bigger picture. Okay, so this has been your Sunday's Intuitive Energy Corner. I hope that it gives you a little bit of an overview for what is coming in the week. And I hope that you allow yourself to breathe and flow through, even in moments where it feels difficult to do so. Remember that you're only human. You're operating in human form, but you are a spirit and your spirit needs to be taken care of as well. So pay attention to your breathing. Pay attention to the way that your body feels. Pay attention to the moments where you're feeling intensity and you're feeling anxiety or you're feeling a little bit of fear. Acknowledge those emotions. Acknowledge those fears and allow yourself to navigate through them. Do not run from them. Don't try to push them away. Don't try to suppress them. Allow yourself to gain your stamina by allowing those parts to be played out. Okay? 
So until tomorrow's daily dose of energy, guys, I love your freaking souls. Again, happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there, whether you have physically birthed a child or not. I am praying for you. I am sending you a bunch of love, um, peace, and I hope that this weekend has been uh, the best that it can be for you despite the circumstances that we are in currently. I love your freaking souls. Until tomorrow. Bye.